Hey, welcome to the Pass Control Podcast. I'm Brendan, and I got Mike here. Mm-hmm. And in this week's episode, episode 67, we talk about uh, what's in the box. Oh, what? No. No, we didn't. We didn't. I mean, it, it may have came up. You'll find more about that soon. Uh, we talk about Overwatch, talk about PUBG, Battle Royale in general, talk about anime, uh, and some Nintendo news, rumors, and speculation. And uh, this week's episode is also sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night, make sure to head on down to Higginson Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and uh, educate yourself on these delicious treats. And when you head down there, make sure to let them know that Pass the Controller sent you. And they will be uh, very gracious, and as will we. And we also have some other news to announce. Uh, There have been a lot of requests to get us back in the building at BitBar. So we are setting up a permanent monthly residency for now, where every third Wednesday of the month, from 8 to 10, you can come hang out with us, hang out with us, drink some uh, delicious local beer, eat some tasty, tasty food, and get your butt kicked possibly in a game or two, and play Jackbox with us. So it'll be a good time. It'll be every third Wednesday. Uh, there's a Facebook event set up on the Pass Controller Facebook page as well as the BitBar Facebook page. Uh, so RSVP to that. You can get some more details. You can you know leave some discussion points on the wall if you have suggestions or games you want to see or other things you want us to do. Um, you know we're open to having those dialogues and seeing if there's uh, something else that would benefit our community and uh, you know have a good time with. We also have some other things in the works that we can't announce just yet, but uh, look forward soon to some more events that we will be putting up on the docket, as well as uh, some guests in the podcast later this month. Um, But as always, you can find us on the internet at ptcgaming.com, on Instagram at pass underscore the underscore controller, on Twitter at Pass Controller, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Pass Controller. Navi really wants to know what's in the box, Mike. I think Navi's, she just let her know. Navi's got to mind her own damn business. She's oh, a cat. Uh, yeah, she is a cat. Um, and you can find me at Groom and this guy at underscore Mycopath. And enjoy this week's episode, episode 67, What's in the Box? All right, Mike. Let's just cut to the chase. What's in the box? Don't worry about the fucking box, man. But you got a box, and you're, like, being all secretive. You, you, it wouldn't have been a thing if you weren't so fucking inquisitive about the goddamn box. Well, I mean, you walk in with a wrapped gift uh-huh. in a white box. Yes. And you hand me the wrapped gift, and I uh-huh. open it, and it's, thank you. Tell your mother I said thank you. Yeah. And then you have this other white box, and I'm like, oh, what's that all about? And you're like, don't worry about it. Because the box wasn't... Because I had to carry the box and didn't fit in my pocket. If I could put it in my pocket, I would just put it in my and pocket. And then I wouldn't even know about it. You wouldn't even know about it. This fucking mystery box. Is it a loot box? It's not a loot box. Did it come out of a loot crate? No. I have a feeling I know what it is. Okay, that's fine. I won't reveal. That's fine. I'll, I'll also let the, the listeners be shrouded in mystery. All right. Since I've been in mystery for the past half hour. Yeah. It's not an exciting box. It's a very plain white box. It's just... Listen, the box may not look exciting, but the fact that I don't know what's in it, it's like, uh, you know, Pandora's box. Yeah, if I recall that the the premise of that story is that you weren't supposed to open up the box. Yeah, no, well, Schrodinger's cat. As far as I know, is that what it is? You don't know if the cat's dead or alive? Yes. But so if, that, as soon as you open up the box, the cat is either alive or dead. So you know. So opening the box... Opening the box cements the cat's fate as either alive or dead. 
And what's the premise? Is the premise that if you open the box and the cat is dead, you're the reason the cat's dead? The premise is, so basically, um, it's about, like, quantum fucking physics and shit. Like, <laughs> the the cat's in the box. The box has, like, a lethal gas that's controlled by, like, some sort of particle, basically. But the particle is both... Eh, what was it? Both a wave and a something. The point is, by observing... By observing... The contents of the box. Yes. By opening it up. It cements the particle in whatever, either a wave or the other option. I forget. And then depending on what that option is, we'll either release the gas and kill the cat or not release the gas and not kill the cat. Ah, right. Well, I don't want to kill the cat. So let's, let's table the box. The box is currently on a table. And then, you know, maybe we'll revisit this, uh, you know, this box at some point. Yes. It's it's possible the box will be revisited later. It's so not. the box may come up in a future episode. No. Okay. I'm on to this box. Okay, that's fine. I have, I have, some, I have some thoughts about this box. That's fine. All right. As long as we're on the same page about what this box may or may not contain. Well, I mean, I know I'm on the page of what the box contains. Because I brought the box. That's true. Did you fill the box? Or was the box already filled? I've had the box for a while. I know what's in the box. I can't remember if they came in the box, but I've, I know I've chosen to at least keep them in the box for... So it's multiple things. There's multiple things in that box. Yes, there's multiple things. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I'll let, I'll let it sit there for now. I think I have some ideas. Okay. That's I have some avenues I could take my train of thought and maybe... Come to some sort of. Can I feel how heavy it is? You've it, already you already felt the box. Yeah, but I looked at it like upside down real quick to see if there was any markings in the box. It's not. And there it's was. Not, it's not a. It's not a heavy can I box. Just, I won't. I'll just give me a little. Just, it's ooh, not. Yeah, that's. Can I shake the box? No, I don't want to shake it. Uh, ooh, okay, all right. There's some movement. Oh, is it a deck of cards? <laughs> the heart of is the heart of the cards in there, Mike? I don't care. The heart of the cards around with me. <laughs> there might be rare hunters out there fucking grabbing cards. Yugi boy. Pegasus might be after my you fucking... Never, you never know, Mike. You never know. Okay. What have you been playing lately? The other day I tried playing uh, Fractured But Whole. The, the problem, of course, being that whenever I try to play the game, I'm typically already in a party with you and everybody else. Ah. And there's a lot of talking going on within the game. And there's a lot of talking going on inside the party. So I'm missing, missing some good jokes. So... When I see you hop on, I just assume you're hopping on O-dubs. Mm-hmm. If you're going to play a game like that, don't hop in the party. It probably it probably wasn't even you that invited me. I think at that point, I probably just joined the party, and I was trying to figure out what I want to do besides Overwatch. I was like, yeah. we played a lot of Overwatch. Yeah. I do not like that uh, New Year's Eve... We all like, well, I don't know what we're going to do. So we just played Overwatch until like... Three in the morning, two or three. It was like a while. Yeah. And then you know, wake up, New Year's Day. Everybody wake up, wake up. I don't know. I don't know any of the words to that song <laughs> besides wake up. <laughs> uh, wake up, fucking 2018. R.I.P. 2017. I'm like mm-hmm. fucking mind my own business, and I get a phone call, and it's like, why aren't you playing Overwatch right now? I'm like, 
dude, we played Overwatch for fucking ever. We're really going to play some Wait, did I call you? No, Dom called me. Oh, yeah, we're all on again. Yeah. We have problems. Listen, you got to start off you got to start off the new year in your best uh state of mind, and that's, you know, being I've, a member of the most illustrious Blizzard community there is. I've heard us play Overwatch. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. That's not our best self. That's not our best selves. Well, I I have abstained. So Dom and I have a lot of off the record like Dom and I Overwatch talk cuz we just like to like talk about like strategies and like characters to use and you know who we want to workshop as our own characters and blah 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 right. I'm fucking actually pretty nasty with Zenyatta now and that's partially alright we're gonna limit this uh, Overwatch talk for like another four minutes max and then we have to move on yes because um, we do this too much we do but it's so good anyways I don't wanna waste burn time on saying it's so good well, I'll just keep saying it's so good after I'm just a young guy um, <laughs> that, that's what you can put on it. so by the way I don't remember if I said this or if I said it on the podcast I I'm gonna be. I'm gonna feel really weird if I've said it now twice in the podcast. But did I tell you that I ran into Eric the other day and he was listening to the podcast? I know you've mentioned it, some like a story similar to this before. I don't know if it's the same story or if it's a different story. Okay, but I feel like you've told me about. Yeah, I think you told me. If if it goes where you, I think you're gonna go. With I don't know. It. I just ran into him and we talked for a minute and it was weird. I was yeah. like. I don't know. I literally forgot where I was going with that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we're wasting, we're burning our Overwatch time on this. Okay, you, but he doesn't want. He doesn't want him, him and other people say we we talk about Overwatch quite frequently. Yeah. I'm wearing an Overwatch hat right now. It's, it's floating on my head somehow. He looks like the mayor from uh, Powerpuff Girls, just floating above his head. Yeah, you know, you got, someone's got to be the mayor. What was his name? The mayor. All right. Anyways. Um, so I've gotten dope at Zenyatta. Mm-hmm. But that's now a twofold thing. I'm glad I'm workshopping more healers because Mercy is about to get, like, become absolutely useless again. I I saw quickly that... Did you see what they're changing with her? So her res isn't instant anymore when she ults. Which is b- terrible. And I don't think she has as many when she ults either. So you have one normally, and then I think it's a, maybe a 30-second cooldown from yep. using it. When Right now, currently... When you use your ult, you get a second one. So if you, if yours was already charged and you had one sitting there, mm-hmm. when you use your ult, you get two. If you already used it and it was on cooldown, still use your ult, you get one. Okay. Um, and when you're in your ultimate, it's instant res, like mm-hmm. it used to be. Now they're going to strip that away. They're going to strip away gaining one so you don't get an extra one. They're also going to, so when you're in your ult, Guardian Angel, which is floating to different teammates, yeah. is super fast, which is good because you can zip around helping out your team. They're re- reducing that speed by 50%, mm-hmm. and there might have been one other thing. They're reducing the time for ult to 15 seconds. I think it's at 20 now. It's It, it kind of makes her almost useless. Like As a healer, as putting out healing... She's still effective in that way. Yeah. But, like, taking away all of her, like, it basically makes her ult almost kind of unimportant. Because, I mean, I guess you can you can make the arguments as to her original ult being kind of overpowered. It kind of was. Mm. The changes I thought they made to it made it a little bit more balanced. I don't think it was too overpowered. I think Moira is the most overpowered character in the game right now. Um, but... I think these changes are hopefully hopefully in this state, 
because they're in the PTR right now. I hope in this state they don't leave the PTR. I hope they tweak them a little bit more. And I think they will, because I think there's already been a lot of, like, negative feedback of what this makes her useless. Um, and a lot of people calling for buffs to other healers as, as opposed to nerfing Mercy, which I think would probably be the smarter thing to do. Because, I, I mean, if you look at... I, I mean, I don't know. I don't look at, like, player usage stats, but I would have to imagine Mercy is still on most teams. I, from what I recall, at least as of recently, she's like the cons- top healer. She's like a she's a must pick at this point. Yeah, it, I mean, <clears throat> which is fine, and it's like you know you can still keep her that way, maybe tweak her a little bit, but I think they should more focus on more uh, just changing other healers to make mm-hmm. them more viable picks. I mean, I like Anna as a character. I like the things she can do. I think she's kind of in a shitty spot right now. Like yeah. I can't I can't imagine picking her over almost any of the other healers. Zenyatta's a beast because he can mow people down while he's healing. I mean, his healing output might not be that great, but if you're running a Zenyatta, you're most likely also running Mercy or Lucio. Or Moira. Hopefully you're running two healers. healers. Yeah, Yeah. in that scenario. Mercy is, I think, the only healer that can really carry solo healing. You can maybe make a case for Moira if the Moira is really good, but I think Mercy's the only, like, true solo healer. Um... But anyways, it'll be interesting to see if anyone else gets any buffs or nerfs in the coming weeks, especially with the Lunar New Year event coming shortly. Yeah. Uh, as well as probably Blizzard World and Blizzard other, you know. The other loot box stuff. Yes. Which I'm excited about that, but also nervous because it's just going to make the event harder to get stuff. I think, well, at least during the event this past month, the. Christmas time, Winter Wonderland. I got a lot of duplicates. Well, I got a lot of duplicates, but the important thing is that Christmas loot boxes typically had items from the event. Like, I feel like most of the time, even if there yeah, were duplicates, I still got stuff. I mostly got stuff from the event. Yeah, that's true. Which, that's a good point to make, actually. But, but right now, like, the most recent few loot boxes that I got, um, even though I think for most characters, most characters they have roughly what eighty items, eighty like specific something like that. It's just like seventy four to like 70, eighty something. Yeah. yeah. For most of them, I have like, um, just above fifty, close to sixty for yeah. a lot of them. A lot. And I'm still getting a bunch of duplicates. I probably have at least seventy four, maybe about ten heroes. Um, but anyways, we're past the four minute mark. Okay. So let's but, move on. Um, I'm going to take this conversation. I don't know your notes, but I figured I'm going to pivot off of Overwatch to okay. the the next the next best thing. Actually, the two next best things, which are Paladins and fucking PUBG. And what else? But Paladins is going to do a fucking Battle Royale mode. I mean, that is not surprising to me. I mean, it, it, what is surprising to me is that in 2018... The first game to announce their battle royale mode is Paladins. That is surprising to me that they've beat the likes of Activision and EA, who I thought were for sure going to be the first ones this year to be like, this mode coming to this game, or here's this game that we're going to just make that's this. Um, I mean, it's it's clearly a super popular genre of game right now, and it's going to continue to be that way, especially with the numbers that, you know. PUBG does, and it being an unfinished game, kind of, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think now it's technically out of early access. It still needs a lot of work. Um, So the fact that they can continue to do the things they're doing and get the accolades they're getting 
with the game in its current state. And mind you, we played it again today, this morning, and the game's fun when it works. When it doesn't work, it is just not fun. Um, but you got to look at things like, I mean, I don't know if Paladins is like a financially successful game for them, I have but idea. Epic, the developers of Fortnite, mm-hmm. uh, when Fortnite initially launched, it was a flop. Like it did not do well. The battle royale mode saved that game. Like it, that turned a game that was like critically and financially not a success and turned it into that. So I mean. I'm sure you'll see an uptick on people playing and downloading Paladins. I don't know if they'll, you know, how well it work out for them, but I, I definitely expect this year to see at least EA and at least Activision either add battle royale modes to current games like Call of Duty or Battlefront or Battlefield or something like, you know, one of those games, or just make a game that is that. Um, assuming. Assuming it's free, are you going to try it? Um, if it's free on Xbox, I mean, yeah. I mean, name another game that you can ride in on a horse, Mike. Like, you just true. don't see that. No, it's, that's not very uh, true. Uh, no, I mean, I think just for the fact that we all joke around about Paladins, we'll probably all end up on it and probably end up loving it and not playing anything else ever again. Yeah. I, you know, I might just throw Overwatch away. And this we'll never talk about Overwatch again. Instead, this will become the pal- past the, past the Paladins podcast. Oh, Finally, but get behind that. No, I definitely dick around it for a little bit, give it a shot, but I'm not expecting to fall in love with it. What I'll say about uh, how much of Paladins have you actually tried to play? I don't think I've ever left the tutorial. <laughs> I think me and Dom have played a few matches. The problem with Paladins, the the main problem, the the or the most glaring thing to me when I was playing Paladins hmm. for the brief sliver of time that I like gave it a little bit of you know shot it's very cluttered like a lot of information is being conveyed to you in quick bursts of time and the screen the HUD is very cluttered and confusing and I'm sure after over time you would get a little bit more used to it but from playing a similar game like Overwatch the HUD in Overwatch still has stuff going on but it's much crisper much more you know it almost felt like you couldn't see the game going on with how many things were popping up on the screen. Uh, yeah, I I know I did the tutorial, and I know I like went to practice trying to figure out how characters worked. Yeah. And, like, the the characters, you can get them different moves. Is that what happens in it? I think Paladins is, is a MOBA, where yeah. Overwatch is not a MOBA. It's a hero shooter, mm-hmm. like a team-based hero shooter. The... What makes the MOBA part of it, I, I think what makes it a MOBA is that, like, in the matches, your characters have, like, skill trees and, like, RPG elements, so in the match you can level up and, like, get new abilities and stuff like that. So I think that's what makes it a MOBA, is that you can level up your character within the match, mm-hmm. and they get new abilities and, and stuff like that. Um, so, yes, you can do that in Paladins. It It is interesting to to me that Paladins being the type of game it is that they're going to make that a Battle Royale. Like, I wouldn't expect Blizzard to add a Battle Royale mode to Overwatch. Mm -hmm. I feel like that would be kind of weird. I mean, I would play the shit out of it, I'm sure. But I think it would be weird. It'd be weird because, I mean, I don't... 
I don't know if the characters are balanced for such a thing. Fuck no. I mean, there's some characters nobody would ever pick. But then there'd be people who are like, no, I'm like the nastiest Battle Royale Symmetra you're ever going to see. You try to come at me, you don't even know where my turrets are, and it's game over. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to... Yeah, I'd try... I would definitely play it. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I would I would probably actually love that. I just don't expect them to do that. But, I mean, I, if you were to... It, at the, you know, end of 2017, if you were going to say... Who's the first game or who's the first developer that's going to add this mode? Paladins wouldn't have been on my list. Neither would have Overwatch. It would have been, like I said, yeah. Call of Duty or, or you know something from those guys. I mean, Battlefront would make sense because it already has large maps, game modes yeah. in large maps. Um, but anyways, are you playing anything else besides those? Uh, I started playing the Back to the Future game. Ooh, Is it the Telltale one? Yeah, I think so, yeah. It was free, and I was like, all right, let me grab that. And that's another game that has a lot of talking. And you joined the party. And I joined the party. Oh, my goodness, Michael. So um, I'm like, oh, they definitely told me to do something right now. Yeah, th- I would not join the party for those. Like, when Dom's playing Wolf, Wolf 2, he doesn't hop in the parties. He stays very far away. Mm-hmm. He wants to enjoy that. Um, I'm still knee-deep in, in Battleship Brigade. I love it. I can't stop playing it. It's, it's like, pretty fantastic. Um, the, game p- the gameplay loop is satisfying. Um, I I enjoy it a lot. It's a good game. It's it's a very enjoyable Switch title. Yeah. I think it's only on Switch and Steam right now. I don't know if it's ever going to leave Switch and go on Xbox and PS4, but I'm pretty sure it's Switch exclusive for the console. So, pivoting off of what we're playing, it's 2018. Mm-hmm. Typically... People like to make New Year's resolutions. I don't know if you have made any. I know I haven't made any. But in the spirit of making New Year's resolutions, I was thinking today one of the things I really want to do after uh, after seeing the Amazon anime strike mm-hmm. situation, which yeah. I want you to comment on in a second. I need to watch more anime this year. Because I started off the year last year strong, like mm-hmm. got through Naruto... Started ship it in, started kill a kill, mm-hmm. and then I kind of just got yeah, lost. fell off. Yeah, I fell off completely. So I mean, I don't know if I want to get into a large series like mm-hmm. ship it. Like I want to finish ship it in, but I don't know if I want my next anime to be that to be like huge. Yeah. So I mean, I have some things like I know I think the next thing I'm gonna watch is My Hero Academia, mm-hmm. probably before I finish ship it in. Um, I'll, I'll finish Kill La Kill first before yeah. Joe fucking Kill La Kills me. Ah, um, that's good. <laughs> Joe Mama. <laughs> Mike Mama. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. No, I don't. Okay. At the beginning of of last week's episode, when I was like, oh, I got Joe here. Joe's like, Joe Mama. I was like, I got Mike. And Joe just goes, Mike Mama. Oh, that's good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Classic. Uh, it's not good. <laughs> so, first things first, what happened with Amazon? So... What I had completely forgotten was that at some point, Amazon decided they were going to hop into the whole anime streaming business. Yes. They, they set up a service called Anime Strike, which... Um, was it separate paid than Prime? Yes. Okay. So you That's had, weird. You had Amazon Prime. If you had Amazon Prime, you're already paying, like, if you're, like, not a student. And then it's a hundred bucks, right? It's like a hundred bucks. Yeah. And then Amazon, I mean, Anime Strike was, like, another four ninety nine or five ninety nine after that. Okay. So Amazon had gone out, got a bunch of licenses of a bunch of different anime. So then, like, they were the only places to stream stuff. 
I guess they had low numbers, probably because no one wanted to pay. If you didn't already have Amazon Prime, you definitely weren't gonna get it and then pay another five ninety nine. And like, yeah, there's a, just wasn't enough going on. I'd completely, I completely, I think I knew it existed. Yeah, and I completely forgot. Well, they they have some. They had some like decent exclusive rights locked down on there, right? They did. Okay, they did, and that's the only reason why I found out about them again recently, like literally two or three weeks ago. Because there was a show that came out that I knew a little bit about, and I was like, you know what? I think I want to try watching this. And I went to like my normal spots. Like I went to Crunchyroll, huh? It's not on there. And then I went to like who? I'm like, oh, it's not there either. And I was like, hmm, where am I supposed to find this thing? And then I found out it was on anime, uh, anime Strike. I'm like, oh, all right. Well, I have Amazon Prime. I should be able to watch it, right? Oh no, I have to pay another five ninety nine. Forget it. I'll that's so weird do something to me. else. It's and, so weird to me. And then like. Literally a week after that, I find out that they're like, oh, no, we gave up. If you wanted to watch these things, they're on Amazon Prime now. And I watched the first episode of that show today. And then I watched some other things on there, too. I was like, oh, I know. It's weird to me that they didn't just make it part of Prime. Like, I feel like it's, A, another selling point to get people to spend $100. And, B, I mean, I don't know. It seemed... It, like, I, I get if you wanted to, like, get, like, people that watch anime and, like, be like, all right, you know, we've got some titles here. If you want to pay four, five, six dollars a month, you can watch these things on our service. And then if you already have Prime, then, like, you guys already have it. Yeah. That's but what I mean. Like, it seems weird you, that they, yeah, like, if you want to make it, like, it on. If you want to make it a separate service by itself, you know, you could probably get away with charging, like, 10, 15 bucks a month. But if you have Prime, you get it. Included like yeah. that would have made more sense, I think, to me than making it a separate additional, you know, six bucks or whatever. Exactly. Um, so, what's the anime that you're excited, or or are there multiple animes you're excited to get off of that now? The only one I cared about was called um, I think it's called Inuyashiki, which I was like, all right, let me check this out. Um, there's some other things. Any on relation to Inuyasha? Zero. So when I saw your tweet about that, and you're mm-hmm. like, I can watch Inuyashiki, yeah. literally in my car, I'm like, Mike and that fucking Inuyasha. <laughs> no, no relation. I thought it was, I thought it was like their version of like Dragon Ball Z, uh-huh. Dragon Ball Super, Inuyashiki. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Now that I know, it's a different thing. Inuyasha was like a dog demon. I believe the word Inu means dog, and then Yasha maybe means demon. I have no idea. So dog demon Shiki. No. <laughs> In this show, the the guy's last name just happened to be Inuyashiki, I believe. Ah, uh, okay. So that's like a... Well, finish. Wh- wh- what else are you trying to watch off of uh, Anime Strike? That's gone. I haven't figured out yet. Like, they they have some shows. I know for, a, like, a, a few years ago, I wanted to watch Princess Tutu. Never got around to it. Um, it's on there. Uh, Razephalon, I think was actually on Amazon Prime to begin with. I just never got around to watching either. I don't really care if I get to it or not. Let's see. Hold on. I, I added some things on there, but I feel like a bunch of them were things I've already watched. Yeah. Like Darker Than Black I enjoyed. And I was like, oh, I'll just... Maybe one day I'll rewatch it. Well, while you're doing that, what... So, I mean, My Hero Academia is going to be what I watch. Mm-hmm. But past that, where do I need to go? What, what's, what's Mike's... Picks for you? Picks for me. And Mike's anime picks... All right. His maps. For you, 
particularly, I think you should get through One Punch Man. I have to figure out where I can get you to watch that. Is it not on Hulu? I'm trying or to Netflix. Th- it's on one of them. It's on one of them, but I think it's it's duh, subbed, and I'm like, I have to figure out how you can watch it dubbed. For those of you out there who are weebos like us, I I prefer to watch uh, dubbed, specifically because I feel like you can enjoy watching the visuals more when you're listening and not reading. I don't know. Like I can, I've watched anime that's subbed. I just prefer to like watch it and like relax and watch it and not like have to be reading the screen. Fair. Um, I know you said before that you. I think you tried it and you didn't care for it, but I think you should watch it anyways. Full Metal Alchemist. So my deal with Full Metal Alchemist was that was when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I mean that that's is it series still going on? Um, no, it's done. Um, but there's multiple shows, right? There's Brotherhood there's, and there's two. Yeah. There's two. Full Metal Alchemist and then Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Brotherhood. Yes. Um, I I never like I just you know what? Maybe I read the manga. It might have. I, I definitely don't have it. Um, I know I have Zombie Powder. Mm-hmm. I have Death Note, which is all time favorite manga. Uh, I have a random like Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z's, uh, D. Gray Man, Scott Pilgrim. Those might be the only ones I own for like actual mangas and not like graphic novels. Um, oh, you got Black Cat. Oh, Black Cat as well. Yeah, that might be where it ends though. There's probably more right behind that, but I think it's just Scott Pilgrim. Dragon Ball? Uh, What's the yep. idea? Dragon, Dragon Ball. Zombie powder. Um, I know I have D Green Man. Oh, there was one random one I bought, like Jintama or something. Jintama was one that I bought. I yeah. never re- I don't I, think I read it. I heard Jintama's good, I just I haven't gotten to it. The first manga that I ever bought though, you remember what it was? You were with me. We were at that shitty bookstore on there in the Rue one, Square One Mall. Um It's not on my shelf. I don't know where it is, it's not on my didn't shelf. Didn't you get Battle Royale Battle Royale. It all comes full circle now. Yep. Uh, that was it. That was a good. Mo- I don't know if I ever finished it. I don't think I did, but it was interesting. I liked it. Yeah, I don't think I ever probably trying to finish it either. But I went from that to Death Note, and Death Note fucking changed my life. Um, I mean, I've always watched anime. I watched Dragon Ball when I was very young. And Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Champloo, mm-hmm. you know, the the hits, the classics. They can't really got into Afro Samurai though. Or, or Samurai Jack. I feel like people love Samurai Jack. But, I, I mean, and, and maybe I'll get, you know, lit up for this by you or, or the listeners. But when I look at Samurai Jack, is that considered an anime? Nah, not really. I put that in, like, the category of, like, The Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. And I can probably think of one more. I feel like they're, like, not real animes. There's an argument to be made for... Last Airbender, which definitely took influences from anime, and I've seen people fight about it. Do you consider it an anime? I don't. I consider it anime-esque. Okay. All right. Yeah, I would con- I would consider that it, it, it is heavily de- influenced by anime. It's definitely, I just wouldn't consider it it's an anime. It's a Western animation that is designed to look enough like anime where, like, it would it would pass for it. Like, if you say it's an anime, I'd be like, I don't know, but, like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, it's, yeah. it's close enough where I'm like, if you want to call it that. Well, I, I, like, there's people that I know that, like, hardcore defend that. And, like, or if they say, like, oh, yeah, I watch anime. Oh, well, like, what do you, what's your, like, favorite? Like, watch, like, oh, The Last Airbender. I'm like, it's not a fucking anime. It's still a really good show. Do you watch it? Yeah. Oh, I never, I never could get into it. It's just, it just, to me, it was like, this is a fucking fake anime. 
that's how I felt about it at the beginning. Because I think I watched it when it premiered. And I was like, eh, I didn't care for it. And then I forget. Something happened where, like, I was in a position where I ended up watching a bunch of episodes at once. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is actually a really good show. And, like, I got through it. I watched all of uh, Legend of Korra. I was like, eh. Legend of Korra is the other one that when... Is is that related to Airbender or no? It's a sequel. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. But that's that's the other one that I was thinking of. I couldn't remember the name. That I was like, that's also, like, not... In my mind, not an anime. Yeah. So that makes sense. They're the same fucking people. Um, And I'm not shitting on people that like that show. I just... Like, I wouldn't personally consider that an anime. That's fine. But you agree? Yeah. Yeah. But that, So basically what I was saying was that's where I put Samurai Jack in that same mm-hmm. category, even though the animation is way different. Way different. It's definitely... More, more Cartoon Network it's, looking. It's definitely... Gendy's style is just very... Uh, it's got an atmosphere that he's going for. In yeah. That. So I could never get into that show either. Um I said Afro Samurai. I think I said Afro Samurai you did. too. <sighs> Afro Samurai was also actually I forget how that one worked out. That one might be legitimately more like made in Japan, but with the distinct goal of like for instance, I oh shit, I can't remember exactly how Big O worked out, but I don't think that I I don't think Afro Samurai doesn't look like an anime, or I would I would consider it an anime. I mm-hmm. just could never get into it for some reason. Oh yeah, it was it was. Whatever I I own it. I feel like Never. it was up my alley too, and I feel I for some reason I couldn't get into it. I don't know why. Yeah, I I can't remember what happened to it. So. I mean, revisiting it now, maybe I'll like it, but I mean, who knows? So my hero academia is gonna be first on the list after I finish Kill a Kill. Um, I'll sporadically try to filter and ship it in when I can and bang out some episodes. Mm-hmm. But One Punch Man, you think is where I need to? Yeah. Head next. One, well, I think you could probably. Bang out if I could find it for you. You could bang out the first season before the second season starts because it's only like 10, 11, 12 episodes. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of other things that I know you watch that if there should be up my alley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Attack on Titan. Do I need to go there or no? Or not right away? If you want to, I. Despite the fact that I literally watched like two YouTube videos about Attack on Titan today, I, <laughs> I don't really watch the show. And I don't really watch the show or follow the series much anymore. It's just that every once in a while I'm like, "Oh, what's going on now? Oh, this is happening. This shit's crazy." It's is it only subbed here right now? The no, it's newest dub. stuff. No, it's it was on Adult Swim. There's a there's a dub for both seasons that are out currently. Okay. It's the current problem it's having sort of is that there was a huge gap between seasons one and two and I I don't know if there's a date for season three I mean you you could watch it I don't know if it's going to be your thing yeah I but if you want to like check if you want to watch the first episode and then you got through it and said I don't want to do this anymore yeah that's fine okay I'll, I'll watch the first episode just to get a taste but I, yeah. it doesn't seem like a show that would pull me in Mm-hmm. But I also have no idea what it's about, other than, like, giant, like, bloody things that look you like might, they destroy buildings. You might actually have to watch the first four oh, That's episodes. a big commitment. That's a big commitment, Mike. Only because I I think something happens by episode four that I didn't know was supposed to happen. Okay. And that kind of changes, it changes what it is a little bit. I don't want to get into it too much. Like, if... 
if you follow the show, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But, like, what kind of series it was kind of changed by, like, episode four. At least to me. Okay, so what you're saying is that Attack on Titan is, like, the Parks and Rec of anime? No. Well, Parks and Rec, like, was an office clone Hmm. for, like, the first half of season one. Maybe the whole first season. The whole first season. And then it slowly turned into a completely different show. Yes. But not that. It was more like it, one aspect of the show that I didn't know was going to be in the show. Okay. Interesting. Um, well, that's that, that wasn't a, a strong selling to me. I, so it's going to be long. I wasn't. I, wasn't yeah. I know you weren't trying to sell it off. I appreciate your honesty. Um, what else is there? I feel like there's a lot of anime that you Let me watch. just look at my, my anime list. Um, it's, it's sort of current. Let's see what I have been watching and watching. I mean, I'm excited for My Hero Academia. I watched mm-hmm. Your Name again recently because it's fantastic. Um, oh, you could probably watch one of the Fate series. Fate Excella, is that what it's called? Um, that's one of them. But not that one particularly. So Fate Apocrypha has nothing to do with any other series, so you could do that one. I'm watching that one now. But like, is that a, do I need? Is like a must see TV? Like, what am I doing here? Like, I'm asking you to like set me up, Mike. Like, I want my anime year to start off strong and mm-hmm. continue. So, like, am I going from My Hero Academia to One Punch Man to like something that maybe is gonna not entice me? Like, should I go from One Punch Man to Yuri on Ice? Hey, if you want to watch a show about figure skating, that's all the power to you. Uh, I hear it's a really good show. Ah, I've been hearing that, too. Uh, let's see. Listen, I'm trying to diversify my anime bonds, if you know what I'm saying. Did you watch the Chappelle specials yet, by the way? I watched both of them. Not yet. They are fantastic. Because I don't think I watched the second one. Well, he of put the out, originals? Of the originals. Ooh. Because I think... Oops. Um, I think what kind of happened was, I know I watched one of them, I was like, is this the stand that we watched, like, live in Worcester? One of, so... One of them at least One of them jokes has of jokes them. from it. I think in his newest one, too, there's a joke that is from that stand-up as well, that mm-hmm. we saw him. Which, I mean... It's know, fine. Yeah, like, it, I, it was, fine. he was workshopping jokes when he went to that thing with us. So, obviously, those are going to show up in specials at some point. Uh, but the first one is like clearly was like a Netflix special taping like it was like you know very good quality like camera production uh, or just good production value in general it was clearly like planned to be that like it was planned to be a Netflix show or a Netflix comedy whatever stand up special yeah Um, very good very funny a lot of digs at Trump which are fantastic but in both of the of the specials, there's just like some good things. Like I, there's just points where he's talking and just making a lot of sense. And it's like Chappelle, in my mind, might be not only the funniest stand-up comedian right now, but he might just be the most important stand-up comedian at the moment. Just because his view and how he articulates his view on like social issues is really, really good. Like really important. Um, so I hope a lot of people end up seeing those outside of just people who like comedy or people that like Chappelle. Um, and then the second half, the second special is like the video quality is a little more grainier. It's in a clearly a very small club. Like it was, it, that must've been such a good show to be too. Cause it was like super intimate looking cause it was so small. 
and he was just like sitting on a stool and the people in the front were like literally like this as far apart as you and I are mm-hmm. um, and that one was 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 much different content um, but they're both very enjoyable I enjoyed them both so I highly recommend if you I've haven't got, watched yeah, so either of those that I have to I would I would one. go right into there I wouldn't even I wouldn't even bother with someone else to be honest I I enjoyed myself they were very funny Chappelle is my dude uh, so you pulling up any animes over there? What's oh, doing? I was. I'm scrolling through like I'm scrolling through. These are all the shows I think I've at least watched or started. Jesus, it's not that impressive. I mean, so. even are there any legacy shows that like I that are done? You know, besides yeah. Full Metal, that you think I should hop into? So, I cannot stop singing the praises of Hunter Hunter now. I finished. That's your jam, huh? Yep, I finished the anime, reading the manga. Um, pretty good is the manga continuous and the and the anime is over yeah Ooh. um are there any animes that are premiering or returning this year that you're excited for season three of my hero academia i think one punch man comes back this year too um do i have anything else on my radar not really you should have caught me 10 years ago 10 years ago i was all on top of this I mean, ten years ago, I was also much more heavily into both anime and manga. I've, I've since I haven't, I, I haven't grown out of it. I've just my interests have expanded. I'm a busy guy. Outside of video games and anime, and I'm a busy guy as well. So you know, oh, you, gotta, mean, you gotta allocate your time appropriately. I'm still technically watching Super. I think I've, I, I need to. Oh, that's the other thing. Do I need to get it? I I mean, I'm a big fucking DB guy. Like, I love Dragon Ball. I love Dragon Ball Z. I could care less about GT. Never watched it. Mm-hmm. It looks garbage. And Kira Toriyama has made it not canon anyway, right? Yeah, I think they I think they kind of said, forget about all yeah, this. So, and I mean, I don't think I need to watch Kai because it's just a shortened version. And a, of a filler, filler is removed. Yeah. Of Z. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, super. Do I, do I need to, like, am I putting a hold on... Academia and these other things, and going right into super. I don't think that's necessary. I mean, it's it's fine. Um, you might be able to get away with watching uh, Battle of the Gods in Resurrection F, and that bangs out literally the first two arcs of the show, and then you can go straight into the uh, what do they call that arc? It's basically a fucking tournament arc, and everyone loves a tournament arc. Are, is is the show as like fillery as old Dragon Ball? Mm. Or do they get to the, do they do they like get to the things they need to get to much quicker? As now, I'm not a hundred percent sure on this. Am I gonna be watching an episode where Bulma's chasing a frog? Close. God damn it! Uh, as I understand, well, you have to understand at. It's base level, at least for me. Filler is when... You it got, strays from the manga. Yeah, you've got, like, you know, you're fucking churning out episodes. It's like, hey, listen, this manga's only covering this much, like, story once every week. Like, eventually they, you're going to catch up. Or yeah. you're gonna, you have to kill time, basically. Yeah. And no, sometimes, I get what filler some, is. Sometimes that means, like, go Coon Pickle up to get a driver's license. Like, yeah. that's fine. I mean, that's a, that's a good episode, though. Yeah. Um, also, like, birthed many a meme. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I know there's a Dragon Ball Super manga, but I I was not clear if 
they were like basing anything off of that you know what i mean yeah like i i don't know what the timeline is as i'm watching it with the exception of like the episodes that take place between arcs Mm -hmm. it doesn't like the arcs just kind of play out at a reasonable pace i think the first two arcs the ones that were in the movies i felt like were kind of padded out a bit and that might be just because i had seen the movies I'm like, you guys are fucking wasting my time. I already know how this goes. So the movies that they released are the same, like, are the exact same fights? Just about. It's just that, you know, they're extended. Like, there's some stuff that's added that I think maybe even come... Like, there are... I know specifically there are a couple characters that end up being important later that weren't in the movie, but they're in the show because, like, they end up being parts of, like, the next... You are. I gotcha. Interesting. Um, so, let me let me ask you this then: Is Super one of your f- top three animes from last year? Mm, probably not. <sighs> top three. Give it to me. I know Mer- My Hero Academia is one of them. I did enjoy My Hero Academia. What else did I watch last year? Can't be, can't be something else just as memorable, Mike, if it's not just on the tip of well, your I, tongue, ready to I reference I know it. I was watching My Academia, because I know, like, at some point I had caught up to the show, and, like, yeah. I was watching it, like, week after week. I don't know if I did that with anything else. Well, I, th- I, I think multiple places also voted that the best anime of the year. I think it was a very uh, beloved series. Like, for instance, I know I was watching uh, Hunter Hunter, but that was, like, a show that had already ended that was just, like, trying watching, to watch it. Yeah. Well... While you look up that and try to give me a a better gauge of... Like, I don't think... Uh I don't think any of the... With the exception of Fate Apocrypha, which I started watching last year, I don't think there was any other Fate that came out that year. I meant to watch the movie, and I fucking spaced out on it. You fucked up, Mike. I did. You don't fucked up. Well, we'll table this, and because I want to make it part of my... My uh, news resolution. I mean, like a light resolution. Like I'm not gonna like adhere to any ridiculous promises to myself. Come I mean, yeah. look at me. Um, I tell myself I'm gonna go to the gym every week, and I and cho- instead choose the. I've get got a cookies. stationary bike that I haven't fucking <laughs> in your house. Yeah, Mike, <sighs> hook that shit up in front. I used when I used to when I was at my parents' house, and they had like some sort of stationary yeah. bike. I used to play Xbox on that thing and like I would zone out and not even realize I was still working I did I did that like once or twice I tried doing it I was like on the bike and I was playing and like it was an okay experience it's just just, what from my experience I couldn't play like I would never play like competitive Overwatch on that thing Mm -hmm. but I would hop into like arcade and like get my looties for the week yeah and I wouldn't even know Easy peasy. Uh, no, I think the problem is I still haven't figured out how the resistance works on the bike. Uh-huh. So I, I'm never quite sure if I'm making it too hard for myself or if I, if I, I don't know. I don't know how bikes work. If you, I mean, if it's harder to pedal, that's like. No, I, I get that. But I think like I twist the dial for it. I don't feel any real difference. Maybe your legs just take off your fucking, take off your fucking leg weights. Fucking. Oh, maybe that's uh, true. Fucking. Vegeta. Oh no, I'm thinking of fucking uh, Rockley. Yeah, Rockley. Why couldn't I think of Rockley's name? Has it been that long? Jeez. I, so. I can't tell my anime senpais they'll fucking murder me. Mm. You're one of them. It's you and Joe, basically. Yep. I have one other one other anime guy, but not really. Just you and Joe. You and Joe. Definitely not Todd. Definitely not Todd. Todd 
what did Todd say the other day? He was like, I don't, I don't get this fucking anime shit or something. I don't know. <laughs> he keeps calling your name Freaky Friday. Oh, yeah. He keeps calling your name Freaky Friday. Uh. Um, oh, Tardifer. But the other part of, I guess, you know, if you want to call it like my, my like light, you know, light use of the term resolution for the year. Yeah. I want to watch more anime. Right. And I'm going to start, and I mentioned this a couple episodes ago, I believe. I'm going to start digging into my backlog. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start chipping away at, at some of that. Because there's some games that I, you know, have for whatever reason that I either never played. Or there's some games that I have that I, like, started and never, something else came up. And I got taken away from the game. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start digging into that. So that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. To play some jams. Um... But the other thing I wanted to pivot to was, I think last week we spoke that Nintendo had passed the lifetime sales of the P- uh The Wii U. It was on par to pass the lifetime sales of the Wii U, and I believe they just did. Mm-hmm. It also just became the fastest selling console in the U.S. of all time, passing the PS2 and the Wii. Mm-hmm. For the same, like, span of time. Yeah. Ten months or whatever. It's kind of a big deal. It's kind of a big deal. And I'm thinking now, what does this mean for year two of the Switch for us? I think it means much more third-party support. I think a lot of companies that were probably, like, super hesitant, like Capcom, which they've already, prior to this, have pledged they're going to support it more. But I know Capcom's initial release was... Ultra Super Street Fighter 2 Ultra HD Edition, whatever it was called. I think it was called Super Street Fighter 2 Ultra The Final Challengers, I believe is the full name. Uh, That was their testing of, we're going to put this out, and it sold well, and they were, yeah, we're going to put more games out. But other companies like EA were like, oh, we're only going to put FIFA and see how that goes, and we're not going to do anything else. But now I think it's very clear that the Switch is a massive success, at least now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it also has, in the same first 10 months of the PS4's lifespan, is outpacing the PS4, which is the current console king, yeah. um, sales-wise, which is a big deal. I mean, does that pan out over the next couple of years? We don't know. But it sets them up to do so, um, especially if they continue the momentum they had from last year, you know, with obviously all of these great games... Zelda and Mario leading the charge into this year. And I think they will. There's two things to to bolster that. One, being that they've already announced a few games, but I think they have some secrets up their sleeves, and I think there's some other developers that are going to start pledging support publicly by announcing games. Um, But a few things have uh, transpired that are getting the community all wiki-wacky. Uh-huh. So first was people are really hardcore speculating that we're getting a direct next week. Mm-hmm. I mean, we haven't had one in a while. I mean, I know there's been some game-specific ones. I think there was a Xenoblade one in November and probably Pocket Animal Crossing, Pocket Camp one also the month before that. But we haven't had like a legit Nintendo Direct in a little while. And historically, we have them in January. Mm-hmm. And there was some light leaks from people suggesting that there's one coming on the 11th, which would be next Thursday, I believe. This Thursday. This upcoming Thursday, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, what do you think we're going to get? 
or do you think we're going to get direct? I do think maybe we don't get on the 11th, but I do think we get a direct this month. Uh, I had only glanced at a few of those kind of rumors, and I, I don't even... Like, I'm taking your word for it that they typically come on January, so, like, I don't know, maybe. We we usually get a direct at the beginning of the year. Um, like, it does feel like I have Last year, it was the while. Switch reveal. Mm-hmm. Last year was this, the big Switch special event, remember that? Yes. Um, but, no, I, I can't remember a, like, multiple announcement exclusive, like, a multiple announcement direct mm-hmm. in since E3. I don't think after E3 there was one. Um, there may have been a small one, but I can't, like, nothing substantial. Nothing that we didn't already know. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to get more details on things like the Kirby and Yoshi game that are announced. And I think we're going to get one of the big, the big players for this year from the big end. Like, I I think that the smartest thing for them to do is to continue to keep the Switch the thing everyone's talking about. And having a direct where they either talk about the online aspects that have been pushed off and pushed off, the virtual console, which is still this mystery. Are we ever getting one? Are they just going to move towards releasing games, you know, on collections or separately? Or what's happening with this? Is it going to be part of the monthly, you know, internet subscription? Because that was also a rumor at one point. We're not even really a rumor. They talked about it. They said that every month there was going to be you know, a couple of games that were part of that month that would have, like, additional online support. Like Mario Kart, Super Mario Kart would have internet, you know, internet play, stuff like that. So it would be very, it would be smart for them to put that stuff out there. It would also be smart for them to kind of let Switch owners know, like, yeah, we had this baller year in 2017, but 2018 still kind of a mystery. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of things that are set in stone. I mean, we know there's a Pokemon game at some point. We know there's Metroid Prime at some point. But we don't know when those are. And if I had to give my best guess, neither of those are this year. I'd be very surprised if either one of those came out this year. I think one of them will show up at E3. And I think it'll be Metroid. I don't think Pokemon is anywhere near where it needs to be. At least Metroid had, like, a picture. Pokemon yeah, exactly. It was a guy. Did he just draw it, or was it just sitting at a table? He, I think the word, like, Metroid came up on screen. Or Metroid, or... Yeah, something. Yeah, no, the Metroid, Metroid had a screen. screen. The Pokemon, the guy's like, we're working on a Pokemon game. Yeah. That's all he says. Like, oh. I mean, but that was enough, though. We're For doing them, it. To them to say it's a mainline Pokemon game. That's a big deal. There was a quick rumor... But I think it's then been since since been dispelled. But there was a rumor that surfaced for a trademark air quotes for the next Pokemon game called Pokemon Zero and Pokemon One. Mm. But I think those rumors have since been dispelled. Those would be really weird names for. We're doing binary yeah. now, guys. We're running out of things. Um, but I'm excited for that. But they, I mean, they need other things. I think. And we've talked about this stuff kind of almost in, to exhaustive, exhaustive stent, extents. Jesus. Um, so I don't want to go too much into it because I know I brought these things up before. But I think we'll see some some Wii U remakes filtered throughout the year. But I think their big game is going to be Animal Crossing. I think it would sell a lot of units and, uh, you know, pad that out with Wii re- remasters, and, or Wii U remasters, rather. Uh, possible virtual console and more third party support. 
the you other get Wolfenstein, right? We are getting Wolfenstein. That's that was promised this year. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if they find a way to at least port this year, this past year's Call of Duty. Like the fact that the Switch is a massive success, and the fact that they can pull off some of these games on this console, like it's not a big. I mean, it it may be a big development task, but it's it wouldn't be the worst thing for them to put games like Star Wars Battlefront 2 on the Switch, even if it means lowering the graphical fidelity. Like, I think at this point, because of the novelty of a portable home console, people are okay with taking a little bit of a hit on the performance of the graphics if it means they can play a game like Battlefront 2 on yeah. a plane somewhere. Or, you know, Doom. Or, or Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Or, you know games that don't have that hyper-realistic focus. Like, Breath of the Wild is a gorgeous game. And it works so well on the Switch because it's not a photorealistic game. So they can play with the fact that it's not a console that can handle super, you know, 1080p, 4K photorealism. But they... I mean, that was kind of what they did with Wind Waker. That was part of the reason why they went that route with Wind Waker was because the GameCube wasn't the same type of graphical powerhouse as its opponents at the time and they knew that they could go that route and make it look gorgeous um so what you're saying is we should definitely get Fortnite Battle Royale on the Switch I mean there will be a Battle Royale game on the Switch this year whoever puts it there I don't know but it would be silly for it to not show up on the system in some way um but I do think we'll see a lot of things trickling over, and probably more, you know, HD remasters outside of Nintendo's catalog. You know, we got L.A. Noir last year. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I'd be shocked if, you know, we got Red Dead Redemption Two coming out this year. Hopefully, I don't know if that would be it ready in time for them to make a downsized version of that for the Switch. Mm-hmm. But they could remaster the first one, or they could take their arguably probably their best-selling game of all time, GTA V, which continues to stay on the top of the charts every month for sales, and put that on the fucking Switch. Like, that was a game that came out initially on the 360 and the PS3. So it can, it can theoretically work on, that sw- on the Switch. The other thing that I've been hearing is that supposedly... Nintendo is in the process of... I believe that all the Switch carts right now are 32 gig. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe they're in the process of locking down 64 gig carts. So if that's the case, like that opens up the possibility of bigger games that appear on PlayStation and Xbox that maybe can't fit on the Switch right. Yeah. That changes, changes everything. But I, I guess that's being pushed back until next year, 2019 from what I'm understanding from the things I've been reading, the reports online. It was initially going to be something that happened this year, but it sounds like it's not going to happen yet. But that'll be interesting to see. Um, yeah. Whether we get a Switch at some point that is a more powerful console, or if they just continue to upgrade the carts themselves. Um, but there's a, I mean, there's been a lot of Nintendo news that's kind of surfaced in this time. And whether it's, I mean, not really news, it's more of just like leaks and rumors. The other thing was... Amazon put up 18 placeholders for Switch games. They were all, like, Nintendo Switch game placeholder 
or maybe it's in placeholder. It said Nintendo Switch game, game, and then it had a number. And it was like eighteen, twenty-four. Like it had, and it would, and there was eighteen games there. Mm-hmm. And they all different numbers. Some of them were sixty dollars. Some of them were a hundred dollars. So special editions. I don't know. But regardless, Amazon put up these eighteen games, and then people started to pre-order them, and then they got taken off the internet. But people still have pre-orders locked in for these games. So that's like leading to more of the people like, oh man, there's a direct coming soon, and there's all these games that they're about to announce. So they pre-order some stupid Yeah, You pre-ordered Cooking Mama. <laughs> Damn it. I love Cooking Mama. Yeah, it's like, hey, hey, listen, I fucked with everything. But it'll be interesting to see how the next couple of, you know, week and a half unfold if we actually get a direct... And if these all these games that were leaked quickly and got taken down come to fruition, I mean, if Nintendo's about to announce 18 new games for the Switch, that's a lot of games. Yep. So it'll be it'll be interesting. Plus, there's one more leak that got leaked, and I'm trying to. Oh, the other the other part of the direct rumor is that last November, EA leaked some pictures of their game Faye, F-E, that they're working on, mm-hmm. um, that said on one of the slides, like, to be revealed in a direct in January. So it's leading to the, like, people, like, speculating and getting amped up that it's going to happen. Um, but the other last rumor that has been kind of circulating about the Switch is that there's supposedly a big update coming to the console, which, if this is real would even further bolster a direct coming soon and if this is real this is gonna like change the switch even further have you seen this Mm -mm. twitch kind of a big deal yeah cloud storage that'd be nice that would be fucking great um it would it would definitely alleviate a lot of people's concerns with the switch i think only having 32 gigs on board i believe it's 32 on board um which, again, the Switch kind of... Nintendo's consoles always seem to somehow function differently storage-wise than everything else. Mm-hmm. Like, the Wii U, I think it was only 32 gigs. And, like, my 3DS, I think, is maybe only 16 gigs to start. Maybe even less, 8 it might, gigs. It might be 8. I know I had I had put in a larger SD card into it. But for some reason, like, on my 3DS especially, I downloaded so many games on it. But their storage is converted into, like, blocks. Yes. I don't understand how, like, I have, if you were to look at my 3DS, if I turn it on, I have so many games on there, and I never filled it up. Like, it's, I don't know, for some reason, like, you look at something like Breath of the Wild, I think Breath of the Wild is only, like, seven gigs. That doesn't even make any sense to me. That game's fucking huge. And it's fucking illusions, man. I, I should, lights I, and mirrors. I need to look at the, how much, how many gigs Skyrim for the Switch is. Because it's, I mean, it's also a very large game, but I'm sure it's larger. Nintendo does some weird wizardry with, like, compressing things. You know who it probably was? It was probably fucking Iwata. Like, I, I feel like Nintendo has some weird, like, compression, like, middle out. <laughs> like, they have something that they can do to games. Because... It was, like, one of Iwata's biggest accomplishments was, like, finding a way to, like, compress Pokemon to fit the Kanto region onto yeah. Ruby Sapphire? Gold and Silver? The, yeah, Gold Silver is when you went back to Kanto, right? There was a train you could... I can't you remember. Could, it was one of the two. It was either Ruby Sapphire or Gold Silver. It might have been Gold Silver. It was Gold Silver. But I'd like I- to go back. Iwata was the one that, f- that basically made that possible. He 
found a way to like compress everything to fit Canto on there. So I feel like they have some weird like secret thing they can do some fucking jutsu that they can like compress everything and fit so much onto so little because they do with a lot of their games like Odyssey's a huge game I don't know how many gigs it is but still so cloud storage twitch party chat built into the fucking switch which would be amazing if if that is an update that comes in the next couple months I'm telling you right now I will be on Splatoon all the time because if you and you can play Splatoon throw on headphones and just talk it's amazing uh, the console has a headphone jack. The controller does not, right? I don't think the Joy-Cons or the Pro Controller have a headphone jack. The console does. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the Switch right now can be paired to Blu-ray headphones. Blue. I mean, Blu-ray. Uh, Bluetooth. Bluetooth headphones. But, I mean, that's something that they could always theoretically add in a system update. Mm-hmm. Um I think the reason it's blocked right now is something to do with the Joy-Cons. Like, they don't want to, like, interfere. Too yeah. much interference, which makes sense. But it's, I mean, it's something they could do. I mean, they can also, I mean, if you look at the Xbox One, I'm not sure about the PS4, but the Xbox One's initial run of controllers did not have, did not have a headphone jack. I remember that. They all do now. Um, so, I mean, they could theoretically just make new pro controllers that have a headphone, head, headphone jack. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe not the Joy-Cons themselves, but... You know, the whatever that piece is called that you slide the Joy Cons into if you wanted mm-hmm. to use the Joy Cons as a more traditional controller. Oh, yeah, yeah, the grips. Is it called the grips? The Joy Con grips? grips? Yeah. That's what, yeah. Um, so, I mean, they could do that stuff. So, it was, it was basically leaked screenshots and a leaked video of someone running this stuff on a Switch. If it's legit, I'm going to be very happy. And I think it would... I honestly think it would make the most sense if Nintendo wants to continue this momentum into 2018. Clearly they have, you know, captured something very special here. You know, they have a hybrid console that's somehow beating sales records and not not controlling... But they're showing that a portable, dedicated home, a portable, dedicated console, can compete against iPads, tablets, iPhones, you know, Samsung, Google's, whatever the fuck. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it it would make sense for them to continue to make strides in the direction that people want them to make changes with built-in party chat, built-in you know, party systems, cloud storage. Twitch, more streaming services like Netflix, um, inevitably a web browser. Um, So I hope that some of that stuff comes true, and I hope it's soon, because games like Mario Kart with the microphone and party capabilities, games like Splatoon with a more robust party system and the ability to join each other's games easier and be able to communicate with a headset, that's amazing. Like that, it's so weird that we have to like think about that being a thing that we don't have compared to like every other option but if they added that they would only just completely maximize and capitalize on what they already have so it'll be interesting to see if if that happens um but yeah I mean we'll find out if there's actually a direct I feel like they I feel like when they have a direct they usually announce it like a week before I know in the past, like, they don't fucking spring. They're not like, hey, 30 minutes, 
get over here. We're going to do a direct. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I don't know, like, ooh, we got a direct coming. Yeah. Mm, hold on to your butts. I mean, I feel like the the one where they was, like, Mario, like, peeking from a curtain, that was the big Switch reveal in January, right? I, I remember the picture. I don't remember what it was for. I think it was for that. And that was, like, a, you know, obviously a big reveal. Like, that was a big deal. I'm trying to think. I feel like there's at least a few days in advance where they're like, hey, we got a direct on this, on this day. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if anything, if we're going to get a Thursday, my guess is we're going to know Monday. Monday will be the day they tweet it out. And everyone's going to go fucking bonkers. Oh, boy. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, it's it's good. It's It's still a good time to be a gamer. I know last episode we talked about how 2017 was a good time to be a gamer. I have high hopes for this year, too. It'll be interesting to see, though, if this year can somehow top last year. I don't think it's possible. It's no way possible. Well, yeah, it'd be tricky. We'd have to get some really good video games. We'd have to get a lot of really good video games, because there were some jams last year. Yep. There were some jams. It was, uh... Can't think of them offhand, but... There were some jams. There were some games. I mean, January already has some some big hitters lined up. I mean, I already have two games that I have to buy January 26th. And you should probably also purchase both of them. I think you'll at least buy one, but I think you should get both. Mm, Okay. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Monster Hunter Worlds. I'll definitely get Dragon Ball. I know you will. The game looks dope as fuck. Yeah. I think there's a beta coming soon. Outside, because I know the last beta was only on PlayStation. I think the next one is on both. I'm excited. Yeah, I gotta figure out who I'm gonna main and like. I mean, is Yamcha in the game? Because you he boy. is in the game. Oh, exactly. You're gonna get Wolf Fang Fist. You're gonna get absolutely Tian Chen as you want. Um. Uh, oh shit! What's the name of that move? No, oh, I can't remember. Vasenko, huh? Uh. Not the light. Or the, that's yeah. Krillin's move, right? Well, I think Goku uh, Gohan did it too. No, the in English it was called the Tribeam Cannon, but I don't remember what it was called in Japanese. When they went like this? No, not the Masenko. Not that one. Oh, I'm yeah, no, about, that's what I said. I said Masenko. Yeah, not the Masenko. The the Tribeam Cannon where they went like this, and he shot like a beam. I'll show you a uh-huh. video afterwards. Yamcha is a bitch. So. I'm not talking about job. I'm talking about Tien. Oh, Tien. Mm, I don't remember what it was called. I'll show it to you after. Fucking Chaozu. Yeah. Chaozu's a support character. Oh, really? Yeah. That game is going to be good. Mm-hmm. Like, very good. It's going to have some stuff from Super in there. Might be Ooh. fucking... It's like spoiler or just characters? Characters. Okay. Well, I mean, traditionally, Dragon Ball fighting games have a story mode that usually goes through the arcs of the story. Um, I was watching a video today that was saying where this game took place. I think it takes... Pl- it... I don't recall exactly. I, I don't think it takes place as far into the story as certain characters appear from. Mm-hmm. But it, I think it takes place in, like, super territory. Okay. I'll say this, and I'm probably going to catch some heat for this, and maybe, maybe again, even from you. Mm-hmm. But I definitely will get some messages from this. I love Dragon Ball. I love Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. They're fighting games... Though some of them did good stuff, like Tengaichi and Budokai, my personal opinion, 
they never lived up to what a Dragon Ball fighting game could be. This, this looks like it is going to blow my expectations out of the water. Like, I have some memorable moments with, like, some of the Budokais and Tenkaichi. Um, but they were never, like, I never, like, played them for a long time. Like, I never had, like, serious boats. Where, like, a game like Smash or some of the Street Fighters or maybe a Tekken or something. Like, I, those are periods of my life. Dragon Ball Z fighting games never did that for me. This, this, this might do that. Um, it's probably the most excited I've been for a Dragon Ball Z game. It's easily the most excited I've been for a Dragon Ball Z game. Although, to be honest, like outside of uh, one of the Budokais I own, I can't remember games like I can't remember like games coming out. Like I I know they came out, but I never was like, "Woo, gotta go pick this one up." Yeah, I got Xenoverse two because it was on sale. Yeah, I, well, still even, thing. I still haven't even played it. Like I would, I would like to try Xenoverse or Xenoverse, however you pronounce it. But I, like, I'm not itching. I'm not going on my way to get it. My guess is that they're usually always solid games, the Dragon Ball fighting games, but they sell more, so for being associated with that property. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It'll be interesting. I'm excited. It's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a very difficult day for me to decide which one of those I'm putting in my Xbox first. I think you should get Monster Hunter simply because Todd's getting it, I'm getting it, Joe is getting it. Mm-hmm. So you and Dom, I feel like, might have to get it just to jump into the mix. We get our own guild, fucking chasing dragons and shit, Mike. Mike, I know how to sell you one right now. In Monster Hunter games, you have a little companion. I now can't remember their name, and I feel like an idiot. Because I know the name. Mm-hmm. I own multiple uh, paraphernalia that is related to this this character. Mm-hmm. They're little cats, Mike. You get a fucking cat companion. Little Meow Meows? Little Meow Meows. If that doesn't sell you on this game, Mike, I don't even know what will. Right. You get to have a little Meow Meow that runs along with you. And, if you really want to, you can dress him up like Mega Man. Mega Man, Mega Man. Burn, I... I, I still haven't gotten through Pokemon Moon yet. I picked my start and I stopped know, playing. I know, but did you pick Litten? I picked Litten. Oh, shit's Litten right now. Yeah, uh, yeah but I mean, I get it. But like, this, you'll be forced, because we'll all be on Xbox, and you'll hop on, you're going to be like, no, please, Silph Park. I'm like, no, 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 I'm like, invite, 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 invite. Yeah, you guys do that too much, too. Well, now you have no choice, because you own the game. I pre-ordered it for you. Oh. You owe me fifty-seven ninety-nine. It was that. It, it wasn't one of like. It wasn't like Switch Title Six. Yeah, no. It was a. Uh, it was Xbox Title Seven. Okay. But anyways, this is getting off the rails here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I figured. Uh, I will say, especially because last episode was was super Halo heavy. A bunch of us are on the Halo Master Chief Collection fucking train right now, including I, Todd. I've, I've seen. It's just it's just funny to me that it was like it went from like the, all this crazy Halo ness, and now we're all just playing Halo. Um, but Master Chief Collection, if you own it and you want to hop into some custom games with us, uh, shoot me a message on some so- form of social media or shoot me a message on Xbox. Be greasy. Space in between. Be greasy. Um, because we have been playing a lot of Halo 1 private matches on Blood Gulch and Sidewinder, Capture the Flag, and it's only been two on twos because we either only have four or we have five on so we can't really do like an uneven capture the flag 
So if you want to be our sixth, or if we get three more and we get a fucking four on four, that'd be some dope shit. But anyways, this episode of the podcast is sponsored by the people that we are about to go see. Good night, fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night, make sure to head on down to Higginson Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, you should check them out on social media at goodnightfatty and educate yourself on these delicious, delicious treats. And as always, you can find us on the internet at ptcgaming.com, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash passcontroller, on Twitter at passcontroller, and on Instagram at pass underscore the underscore controller. You can find me at bgroom, and you can find this guy, Michael, at underscore mygopath. And thanks for tuning in to this week's episode, episode 67.